Welcome to Femex Podcast. This is Jessie Medina, and I'm here today with Liz Hernandez, founder of Waterfall. Hi, Liz. How are you? I'm good, Jessie. How are you? So good. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of yours. I'm always sucking <laughs> you on social media. Oh, thank but you. But I'm so happy that you're here today and that we get to have a, a small talk, you know. How are you? I am honored to be here. You have no idea how special this is for me. San Diego is my old stomping ground. It's where everything started for me. I went to USD. Really? I, I had my first that. radio job right off of Old Town Road. So, or off of Old Town. And there's just so much, as I was driving here, there's just so much replaying in my mind of, wow, this is where it all began. And if you would have told me back then that I would be returning to San Diego with my own company, I would have said, no way. Wow. <laughs> What did you see yourself back then as like the big dream for you? The big dream was to land a radio job, a big radio job, to essentially get home to Los Angeles. And the fact that that actually came true, I, I still, even in hindsight, even though I've already retired from right. radio, <laughs> I still can't believe, I, I sometimes still can't believe it. That's all I can yeah. say. Almost yeah. at a loss for words when yeah. I really think about it. Yeah. That's how I feel about here too. You know, like, yeah. is this really real? Like, am I really here where I am? So that's really interesting because you have this big dream and then you accomplish it and yeah. then what happens after it? And you continue to dream. I had the attitude of I'll try everything once, twice mm -hmm. if I love it. Mm -hmm. And so naturally after radio or during radio came television. Mm -hmm. And I took on that venture as well, and that turned into everything I could have dreamed of. You know, everyone dreamed of working for MTV, and I got to go do that. Wow, congrats. And then, thank you. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, the goal becomes primetime television. Mm -hmm. And so when I got to primetime television, it was like, I actually did it. Mm -hmm. The hard work, everything my parents told me was real. They were telling me the truth. Hard work pays mm -hmm. off. And you're Latina, so and I think I'm we Latina. hear that going <laughs> up, you know, and it's like, okay, it does pay off. Yeah. How do you know where to put your efforts? Because I think, you know, a lot of people listening, they are hard workers, right? They're working so hard, but maybe they don't feel accomplished. Maybe they don't feel like they're living the life that they want to live. So how do you decide where to put your efforts? What guided you? One thing I heard Will Smith say, he said, never have a plan B because it distracts from plan A. Mm. So for me, what that meant is if I'm serious about radio at the time, then I need to put, I need to bet on myself. Mm -hmm. I need to completely focus on being the best at what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that when, when you work hard, hard work pays off one way or another. Yes. Maybe you won't end up in the venture you thought you would end up mm -hmm. in, but somebody's gonna take notice of your hard work and you're right. gonna continue to get better positions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so a little bit, and here's my thing. There's a part of me that also believes, yes, hard work, absolutely. Is there also a little bit of destiny and fate involved in the magic? I believe there is. Mm -hmm. I believe mm -hmm. that radio and television was all my schooling so that I could launch Wordiful. Yeah, so tell me about that. Tell me about that, about that process, because I'm sure when you were a little girl, you never even imagined you were gonna be doing some, something like Wordiful. So how did you even start creating that? 
because I had a background in radio, I loved communicating. Mm-hmm. I loved conversating. I loved when people would call up and tell their stories. Mm-hmm. I love when we have guests in studios and they tell their stories. You felt mm-hmm. more connected to them mm-hmm. when you knew the backstory of how a right. song came about mm-hmm. or where they grew up. And that connection, even that we built in studio with the neighborhood, we built it based off of connection with one another, of mm-hmm. exchanging stories of mm-hmm. how you grew up, how I grew up, things that were going on with our families. And so when I transitioned into television, the storytelling went away. It now became very superficial oh, in my mind. It was about celebrities mm-hmm. and it was always the same. Who's getting married, who's mm-hmm. getting divorced, mm-hmm. and there was no substance. There was no yeah. connection. And so I wanted to create a platform where I could get back to storytelling and wordiful and I put it into this little passion project that was a YouTube channel <laughs> and simultaneously when I was craving this form of communication my mother was losing her ability to speak because of Alzheimer's and all of these variables came into play and it took on more meaning than just my need for connection Mm -hmm. it became almost a pay a way to pay uh, to honor my mother Mm -hmm. and to honor the fact that being able to communicate is such a gift and we have to be powerful with our words. Would you say that was one of the hardest things, you know, throughout the process of creating Waterfall? Or did you, what other challenges did you have, I guess? The challenges were when I first launched it, it was very exciting. I, I, I knew what I wanted, but I had a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I had to give my time and attention to what was paying the bills. Right. <laughs> Even though I loved spending time creating Waterfall. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, my heart was getting broken. Mm. I was, my mom was diagnosed with dementia, mm-hmm. Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. losing her. Mm-hmm. And I knew what was to come, and it was very scary. And so there was conviction in what I was doing. There was passion in what I was doing. There was heartbreak in what I was doing. And I didn't know it at the time, but Wordiful would become my therapy, mm-hmm. my journal, my confessional, mm-hmm. my saving grace really wow that's beautiful and that's gonna be hard i don't know if you like not a lot of people know but my grandma got diagnosed with alzheimer's too so that's one of the parts of your story that really touches me because Mm. i somewhat experienced what that is and it's crazy that our mind can do that and a person cannot lose you know themselves um so tell me more about that because i know you're kind of like a caregiver you know and not just a daughter so that's a change in the roles right like it's almost like you're the mom in a way so tell me about that experience and how it's helped you grow yeah i'm sorry about your grandmother thank you uh transitioning you know right when i was hired i got i believe i was hired in january or february at access hollywood Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and my mom was diagnosed officially in march and so right when she was diagnosed, I told my boss, I, have to, I think I'm going to have to quit my job. And she was a mother, and she said, don't quit. That's mm. not what your mom would want. Mm. So now I took on the role of full-time job and caregiver. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful I did that because mm-hmm. looking back, those my mom just passed in November, mm-hmm. and some of the memories that I cherish the most mm-hmm. are the moments that I was able to care for her. Mm-hmm. So I have no regrets. I'm... I'm just, you know, I think it's um, really special when we're able to care for a parent the way they cared for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
how do you feel um, now about like kids and family? Like, what are your thoughts for you? For me, uh, right now, Wordiful is my baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's something I would say about family. And Albondiga, uh -huh. my little French bulldog. So that's where my focus is right mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if someone really special walks into my life mm -hmm. and you know, something manifests out of that, whether that's a, a relationship, uh, children. I, I kind of don't say, well, and, and I know it's important to say this is what I want, right. but when it comes to matters of the heart, mm -hmm. I really allow life to unfold. Mm. I, f I just trust it and follow the process. I love that. As opposed to having all these expectations mm -hmm. of like, I need to be married by this age and I need right. to have kids by that. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. just kind of go with the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So what's next for Waterfall and for you? Uh, I'm working on a book. Oh, my gosh. I'm, that's huge. Yeah, right? I'm really excited. I'm working on a book. We're going to continue to tour. Mm -hmm. uh, San Diego has been one of the cities I've been wanting to get to for a really mm -hmm. long time. So it's wow. really special to be here. Like and I said, so this is my stomping ground. Oh <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, I spent five years of my life here. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really special to me. Uh, and just continue to grow the communities new episodes coming we'll have you know i really want to touch on every aspect of life i want to get teachers on i want to get politicians on mm -hmm. activists uh singers songwriters actors yes. someone who really has something to say and how the power of words have changed their mm -hmm. life so we have a lot of um, women listening that's our main audience and a lot of the women are like in latin america or europe not just in the u.s um, what would you say to the women out there? Like, what's like the biggest advice that you would want to share with them? The way you speak to yourself is the way you love yourself. Mm. And everything starts with self-talk. You know, our perspective of the world is how we maneuver and create our realities. So, you know, if life is a series of choices that we make every day, those choices are based on our perception of the world. Mm and our perception of the world is based on how we speak to ourselves. And that's why we have to be powerful with words. And I think people underestimate how powerful that truly is. The same way we mm -hmm. eat good food to create energy for our bodies, the same way we go to the gym to work out so that we can be healthy, fit, and strong, we have to be healthy, fit, and strong mentally as well. Mm -hmm. And that starts with the conversation we're having with ourselves. Yeah, and I think as women, we're so tough on ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves. Like, it's so easy to be nice to somebody else, to say, you look so good, you did great, well, and then... Well, the thing is, is we don't see ourselves the way other people see us, mm -hmm. you know, like our friends see us. Mm -hmm. uh, our friends could think we have it all, and mm -hmm. that we're so beautiful, and mm -hmm. that we're so successful, or whatever it is they think of us, mm -hmm. and we're almost shocked when we hear them say that. <laughs> yeah. Like, we almost don't believe it. Yeah. And oh, I think thanks. it's really important. <laughs> One thing I've learned through my my writing coach mm -hmm. is you have this inner critic mm -hmm. that she tears you up and mm -hmm. she's really mean to you she, when you stand in the mirror she says things that aren't true and they're just mm -hmm. stories they're not facts mm -hmm. and sometimes we pull our jeans out of the dryer and they're too tight we said oh I shouldn't have had that pizza last right. night <laughs> what I've realized is that you can separate her she's just a voice in your head and if you name her and dub her you know I like I call it, mm -hmm. you know, it's almost like that alter ego, but mm -hmm. the negative one, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can tell her to be quiet. Mm -hmm. And you almost like that. become in charge of that voice and realize that voice is not you. So you're saying give it a name. Give it a give name. Give her a name. Give so her a name like so you can identify her. What's the name of yours? I'm just curious. 
the B word? No. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's so funny. I was actually talking to a friend of mine, and she was saying that Oprah does that, and she has named hers, her name backwards, which I believe is Harpo, right? Um, So if my name is backwards, it would be Zill. Mm. Like Liz would be Zill. And I thought, kill Zill. (laughs) Because <laughs> it's really the ego, right? Wow. It's the ego we want to kill. This is funny that you say that because I do that with my good, young little girl. You know, the little girl that we all have in us. Yeah. So I use my middle name to remind myself of the good little girl whenever I want to be nice to myself. But I didn't have a name for, like, my bad girl. <laughs> so I'm going to try that now. Yeah. You got you got to yeah. name that inner critic, that, yeah. that, that ego. It's mm-hmm. the ego that she really tries to sabotage us. Wow. She really tries to bring us down. And mm-hmm. when you realize that that voice, mm-hmm. it's a part of you, but it's not you. It's not the true you. Mm-hmm. It's not the real you. You can learn to tell her. You can train it to mm-hmm. sit in the corner and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess mine would be Sej. Sej. <laughs> and here's like the thing. You can yeah. name her anything you want, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You figure yeah. out what feels right for you. Um, I haven't really necessarily named her. I just know she's not. Yeah. She's not a part of mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. Elizabeth yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So how did you make this change in your life? Because I'm sure you weren't like didn't grow up thinking that way, right? Like, what helped you arrive at that? Uh, a lot of a lot of everything. You know, I took. I've always. I was a psychology major in college, but I read from a lot of. Uh, self-help books Mm -hmm. and I studied the greats Mm -hmm. all the women like the Louise Hayes Mm -hmm. and the Oprah's Mm -hmm. and the Marianne Williamson's who Mm -hmm. were really talking about self-improvement and ways that we could better ourselves Mm -hmm. Eckhart Tolle um, I mean there's just so many there's so much wisdom Mm -hmm. out there and I always tell women pick up books yeah for 1999 yeah. <laughs> someone has already done the heavy lifting for mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. Uh, but through prayer through meditation through trial and error mm-hmm. to saying this isn't working for me being mean to myself isn't working mm-hmm. where I see success is when I am really great to mm-hmm. myself and I learned that from my parents mm-hmm. my parents were very influential mm-hmm. with how on me because they spoke so lovingly to mm-hmm. me and they always made me feel like I could be anything, I could do anything. And how, you know, they say how your parents speak to you as a child mm-hmm. is how you reward yourself, but also how you punish yourself. Mm. So I'm really grateful to them because they were my advocates for my success. That's amazing. Yeah. So <clears throat> now that you're so busy all the time doing amazing <laughs> things, how do you do practice self-care? Because I think that's so important. We have a lot of entrepreneurs, and you know, it's so easy to get busy. Even myself. And right. uh, what are your habits? What are the things that you go to when you need to, you know, when you need time for Liz? Right. Uh, I have a ritual every single morning that I follow. My morning time is is my time. Mm-hmm. It's I wake up, I gratitude journal, I read from a prayer book, and I meditate mm-hmm. without fail. I have to do it's like for me that's like brushing my teeth Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. those are my three things that I need to center me and when I feel really off you know my rocker and I just am kind of agitated that's when I need to slow down and I need to go into meditation I need to get quiet Mm -hmm. because that's really how we recharge yeah I love that so when is your book coming out I'm hoping, girl, this year. Yes. <laughs> so we're in the finishing pro. Well, we're in the finishing process. Hopefully, it'll be done by April, mm-hmm. and then you know it begins the process. Mm-hmm. So I, I will that. keep you posted. Well, congratulations! Thank I'm you. I'm really excited for you. I'm really honored that I'm the first 
space to host you here in San Diego, and I thank hope you. that continues to happen. Um, so anyway, so thank you for listening. If you want to follow Liz, you can go to Instagram and follow at Liz Hernandez and her Wordful, which is just at Wordful, right? W-O-R-D-A-F-U-L. Yeah, so make sure you check her out. She's amazing. Thank you so much for thank being you, here Jessie. with us. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one, everyone. Besos. <laughs>